Thank you for joining us for our panel discussion on healing through sound and music. Jeff Olson and Robin Johnson will be guiding the conversation. Please welcome the following experts to our panel. Nacho Aramani is a multi-instrumentalist with a special ear for world percussion. He's a translator and a channel for creating dialogue between different cultures, connecting intercultural sounds and neuroscience. This dialogue is spoken through rhythm, and he believes this language is universal and spoken by all of us. Nacho has performed as vocal and percussion soloist at prestigious large venues and events around the world, including the New York City Center Theater, Lincoln Center, Carnegie Hall, and as guest artist at the 2017 Latin Grammys Awards. Deborah Bonner, director of the Unity Gospel Choir International, grew up in Flint, Michigan, singing in gospel choirs from an early age. After graduating from the University of Michigan with a master's degree in vocal performance, Deborah married her sweetheart, Harry. Unity Gospel performers are a diverse group from different cultures, races, and religious backgrounds, all praising our Savior through gospel music. In August 2019, she will receive the Performing Artist Award for the state of Utah. Alex Boyer's blend of African-infused pop music and dynamic visuals have received almost 1 billion views on his YouTube channel. He has shared the stage with many notable artists, including Jay-Z, Tim McGraw, George Michael, Missy Elliott, and Justin Timberlake, to name a few. He has raised money for many causes by way of his music through his message of positivity and perseverance. His latest single, Ben Not Break, supports suicide prevention and has been credited with saving many lives by the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Rachel Jones is a health and wellness expert. She is a licensed massage therapist, avid yoga enthusiast, Reiki master, sound therapist, natural health and nutrition educator, and a devoted wife and mother. If Rachel isn't leading others in a sound meditation in her backyard teepee, you may find her taking others on a guided walking meditation through her labyrinth. Rachel loves to assist others to wake up happy, live life to the fullest, and be true to themselves. Please enjoy the conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And what an honor to sit among such noble souls. Gosh, when my, uh, when my son was 16 years old, he was invited to play in an all-star band, a national all-star band for the School of Rock. There really is such a thing. Wasn't let out by Jack Black, but Frank Zappa was the one that founded the School of Rock. And I got to follow this little band all around the country as they played and had opening acts with the Dropkick Murphys in Philadelphia or Devo in other places. It was a lot of fun playing the Roxy. And everybody should go on the road as a roadie in a band once in their life just to have that experience. <laughs> but the coolest part about that experience was we had a private workshop with a fellow named uh, Jeff Baxter. In fact, they call him Skunk Baxter. And you may not have ever heard of him, but he was the guitarist for both Steely Dan and the Doobie Brothers. An amazing talent. 
And yet when we sat with him with the kids, he talked about music being frequency, music being vibration. And he shared that music actually becomes light, and that light becomes colors. And then he expounded on how our bodies react and resonate with that. And we couldn't have a better panel to address those very things. And that's, that's my first question is, as experts and as musicians and as gifted what? Healers through music, wholeness through music. Just give us some insights on how you feel about music being light and vibration and resonance. Don't everyone speak at once. <laughs> well, uh, I... Um I had an, uh, an experience just recently and, you know, the, the talked a little bit about the song that, that I had co-written with a good friend called uh, Ben Not Break. And um, I, when I was younger, uh, I was 16 years old, I was broke, I was homeless, and I had nowhere to go. That's a long story, but I sought solace in the nightclubs in London. That's where I'd go and I would dance my whole life away. There was one time where I was just in, I was in tears and I was just crying my eyes out and just wondering where my life was going, wondering what was going to happen to me in this situation at 16. My mother didn't know. Well, she was in Nigeria. She'd moved out there. My dad, I didn't know. I just felt like I had no role models, like nothing. And the ones I did have, don't want to talk about. So um, I'm standing there on the dance floor. All of a sudden, a song comes on. And I still, to this day, cannot remember what the artist's name is, what the song was, but it it just, the insides of me just started to leap out. And I just felt this ultimate joy. I felt hope for the first time. And literally this song was saying, you are so much better than you are now. There is so much waiting for you. There is so much coming in this life. This is not the end. This is just the beginning. And I was like, what the heck? It's like I was growing these invisible wings. I was floating on the dance floor. But honestly, guys, that changed the whole trajectory of my life. I'm talking 10 years worth of therapy in three minutes and 58 seconds. You can't tell me that music does not have light. And my goal, ever since I was 16, is if I, someone had done that to me, if I can do that same thing to somebody else, I'm happy. <laughs> I feel blessed. Wow, so t um, vibration and frequency, as we were talking early this morning, we are beings that our nature is sound. We are sonic beings. We are vibrational fields that are activated with vibration. So of course, music holds that vibration and that inner light that activates us and ignites us. We were talking this morning also how I believe that our heart is that strong pulse that ignites any reaction. In Chinese medicine, the heart is the fire. And the fire is the element that is the only element that can be uncorruptible. So that's why if we connect with our heart, we connect with our pulse, we connect together with our heart, and then we sing together. There's no other thing that possibly happen. There is transformation and alignment towards the light, towards the light that we all have inside, towards the light that we come from. You know what universe means? We were sharing that the other day. You know what universe means? What universe means? One song. Universe means one song. And w universe, one rhythm, right? So we all belong to that song. So that's why that song is pure light. 
So each song, it's it it voice or every song, single human being needs to be awakened. So we can all complete that universe. Because you know what happened there when we sing, as he was sharing, when we sing we are never alone. Because when we sing, and she's gonna tell about that, we are we all belong. And then we become light, we become one, we become whole. Well, I'm really not a speaker. <laughs> um, she it, is. Yeah. She's humble. <laughs> <laughs> You're a teacher. Yes, I'm a teacher. Um, you know, I love what has been said. It's just it, it when I when we spoke um, on the what it was called the phone, yeah, Zoom. Uh, it was wonderful. I, then I began to understand why members of our choir are healed. You know, we, we sing together in unison and we sing in harmony. And then I trained their voices just before. And the vocal technique is, I called it Deborah Tone. Uh, I've been training voices for 45 years and trained with the two top vocal pedagogues of the 21st century. Uh, those were my mentors. And it's, they didn't know each other, yet they taught the same thing. It was just truth. It was truth. And, it's, and so uh, in most universities, uh, they don't teach that technique, this particular technique, because it's all about vibration. It's all about the vocal cords vibrating in a coordinated fashion. And the more coordinated their vocal cords become through a series of exercises, it, 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 they become who they are in their voice. They find their voice just by getting those muscles coordinated. And so then breathing is not a problem. I don't teach breathing in this technique. It just comes together. Because if you can speak, you can sing. And it's based off of the vibration of the vocal cords, like a, a, a baby. The cords coming together, that is the foundation of this technique, which makes them whole, makes, them, makes their voice natural, their natural voice. So, um, yes, we, we need to get together so that you can because you can hear someone sing, and it could be an opera, and you don't even know the words, but you get chills because the, the muscles are so coordinated and it's their natural voice. That's if you have a natural uh, opera singer, someone singing in their natural voice. But you can also have someone singing gospel in their natural voice. And it changes, and then you put the words to it. Wow, can you imagine? that the tone opens you up to, to, to um, receive the truth through gospel music. We've had people who were uh, uh, depressed, no longer depressed, people with uh, addictions, drug addictions, sexual addictions, gone. Just by being in the choir, through the vocal training and then adding truth to that. So. Thank you. Um, 
So I may be able to sing. I don't know if everybody wants to hear me sing. <laughs> but <laughs> I, what I love about um, music and sound and the healing pieces to it is, you know, all of us, we, we, had, we talked about on our call the community piece that it brings. And that's one of my, my pieces that I created with, by creating my teepee that I have in my backyard. My vision was to create community and to bring people together. And when there's music, we're there and we're either feeling healing or we're feeling light or we're feeling like peace or we're like we want to dance. And so if you think about all the cultures and and everything clear back to the very beginning, they all the different tribe tribal people, they had music as their base. That was their healing, that was their gathering. It was around a fire. And that was my intention by having the space was to create that. Whether we have, um, you know, so anybody can do that. But whether we have a couple people or a group of people, um, somebody is receiving something beautiful. And one of my things, um, like in my space, I, I really um, feel called to do is, is to create, like having them come in and then leaving better leaving happier, leaving changed. And one, one instance, I was able to um, have a couple that had just lost their baby come into our space. And I had surprised him and had all of their loved ones come in and, and gather around. And they're laying there just, they just thought I was going to do singing bowls and things like that with them. And they laid there to receive. And all of a sudden they look up and all their friends and loved ones were there and we played the bulls and it was beautiful and everything but one of the biggest things that was the change was when we started to sing and we picked different music and different hymns and different things and all of us like i couldn't even sing it was so powerful it was just all of us gathering our voices together and creating this harmony and they were just sobbing and and they literally left lighter they left changed and i feel like i have such a gift to be able to see change like that to be able to mm -hmm. um, be in spaces where i get to facilitate um, experiences like that and i know that each one of us has that ability each one of you have a voice each one of you have a space or a home or something that you can bring that same experience into you don't need a teepee i just think it's cool and fun <laughs> but um <laughs> but we all have the ability to create that light and peace and change in our lives for that thank you, mm -hmm. thank you. it's beautiful i music sound is the universal language I mean, my same little boy who's all grown up now, and he had some struggles, you know, as an adolescent, but he said to me once, he said, music to me is proof we're divine. Otherwise, how could we do it? How could we ever come up with it? And that's a beautiful thing. You know, you've talked about, and, and, and Deborah, you said, when someone finds their voice, you know, what that is in that big, wide universe and I'd like to address that next. What does it mean to find your voice, to find your place, to remember who you are? Well, I, I think uh, many of you, I think may, many of you may have, you know, heard women that talk like that. You know, they might be primary presidents, or you know, and they used to talking to children, and they lose their voice. That is not who they are. 
And even people respond to them based on their voice. And so in, in coming to find your voice and you and the series of exercises that that we do it you know will get those muscles coordinated in the larynx all the little muscles coordinated so that you can find your voice and you'll become more solid uh, uh, you'll feel better about who you are you know so can you demonstrate that for us can you help Show us your clearing. Well, oh, clearing, yeah, sure. Well, I, this is what I do when it doesn't, if it's not going as fast as I'd like to through the exercises, I realize there's an issue. Sometimes through, because of trauma, it, it, it's reflected in your voice. You can, you know, so I'm gonna do an exercise for all of you right now. And it, it, really quickly, I'm gonna go through it really quick, so maybe half of you will be able to get through the whole thing. Um, um, can I just have one person, uh, is there anybody here who has, uh, is, there's an individual that you really don't like, you don't have to say who it is, but, you, or a situation when you think of it, you have bad feelings, negative feelings, anybody? Anybody want to express, uh, just, okay, okay, who would like to just say um, how you feel about this person or this situation? You don't have to say what the situation is or the person. <laughs> oh, okay, so, so okay, so this is what is okay. So we're gonna do this. I want you to think of, um, and then we're gonna bring. We're gonna ask you how you feel afterwards. Okay, okay. So think of that person. Try to get yourself in a peaceful state where you can just be. It's almost in a prayer state. Pick a situation or person that you have negative feelings about. How does it make you feel when you think of them or the situation? Just think of three words. Now, given an image, what does those three feelings look like? If you had to give it an image, the first image come to your mind. Now ask that image, which is really a part of you, it houses those negative feelings. So even though it's a negative image, it knows the lessons. Once you learn the lessons, you'll get rid of the feelings. So ask that image, what positive lesson have you been trying to teach me all these years? I've been trying to teach you to or I've been trying to teach you that, let it complete. Let it come from that negative image. Raise your hand when you got about at least one or two lessons, raise your hand. I've been trying to teach you to. Okay, the negative image has not been able to teach you. So what positive image can teach you those lessons? The first image come to your mind. Raise your hand if you get the positive image that can teach you. Now allow the negative image to come down next to the positive image and allow the negative image to be absorbed into the positive image until it's gone. The negative image is not going to be destroyed, only mature it up into the positive. Let it go. 
Raise your hand when that has happened. And how do you feel? Think about how you feel. Ask the positive image, will you be there for me seven days a week, 24 hours a day, to teach me these lessons? Will you be there for me? Now I'm gonna ask you, will you be obedient to that part of you that knows what to do about this person or situation? Because that's a part of you that knows what to do. Will you do it? I hope the answer is yes, because you'll see miracles happen if you do. Ask the positive image, what would you have me do most immediately about this person or this situation? And let the positive image tell you. Will you do it? It may be hard. Remember the positive image say, it'll be there for you seven days a week, 24 hours a day. So if you can't do it, let the positive image do it for you. So will you be obedient and do that thing? Now find a peaceful place, like uh, your TP. <laughs> a peaceful place where you can just go and be at peace. It could be in the forest, in the heavens, in your bedroom. Thank your positive image for being there. Take your positive image there to that peaceful place. Give your positive image a big hug and thank the positive image for being there for teaching you the lesson. Done. Stand, please. Did you get through it all? Okay. So was it a person or a situation? So think of the negative feelings you felt. Do you feel the, that now? Okay. Mm. So you don't feel those negative emotions anymore. It's gone forever. So how many of you were able to get through the whole thing? Do you feel, feel the same way? I mean, uh, how do you feel about that situation of a person? If you don't feel the same way anymore, raise your hand. Look at there. Beautiful. Thank okay. Thank Deborah, you. thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Alex, this one is for you. I, I love your new release, Ben Don't Break. And this has to do with words. Words are important, you know, and the lyrics of songs are, are as important in many ways as the vibration of the sound. But talk a little bit about that and the situation, and even if you could share how you're seeing that affect people's lives. It's been one of these things where <clears throat> You know, all the time, a lot of people look at singers and they just think, you know, maybe they've sold some albums or they've heard them on the, you know, radio or TV or YouTube or something, and they automatically think that they've found themselves. Uh, but this has been a journey for me that's it's still ongoing and it keeps going. And um, ever, since I made, I realized how powerful that um, promise I made to myself when I was 16 on the dance floor in, in, in a midnight in a club at midnight. Because every time I veered towards, in fact, I never got there. I made that promise, but then I was never fulfilled in my music. 
And I kept trying to find, well, maybe I should try this. Maybe I should try this. Maybe I should do jazz. Maybe I should try hip hop. Maybe polka dot music. Maybe I should try this, try this. And just nothing was just kind of sitting with me. I felt like a jack of all trades and master of absolutely nothing. And this is even while people saying, oh, I love that one song and this and that and that song. And then you have to try and appreciate that, you know, that someone is still feeling something. And it wasn't until, you know, um, I, my mom used to say to me, Tunde, my, my African name, my Nigerian name is Baba Tunde Abayomi. So it's Alexander Baba Tunde Abayomi Ekumboye Jo. But you can call me Al. But <laughs> she always used to say to me, I used to get too excited. So let's say I've won an award or something like that. And I'd say, Mommy, Mommy, you know, you know, I had this wonderful opportunity and this happened to me. And then she'd say, when are you going to start putting the African influence into your music? I said, Mom, I live in Utah. Nobody wants to listen to African music. And she used to say to me, you must do it, you must do it, you must do it. Then I had one experience. It was 2014. I had two white guys call me up. One's a cello player. One plays the piano. <laughs> Called the piano guys. And they said to me, Alex, we'd love to do a duet with you. And I was so honored. Because they guys, you know, they were just doing so well and everything. And I thought, this would just be, what a great opportunity. Thank you, Heavenly Father, you know. And then I said, well, what, what could we do? What would you like us to do? I said, well, here's the thing. We'd like to do a cover of a song. I said, okay, great. What's the song? And he told me to listen to it. I said, oh, this is a great song. I'd love to do a cover of it. He said, well, here's the thing, though. We don't want you to do it in English. We want you to do it in Swahili. I'm like, Swahili? I'm from freaking England. What do I know about stinking Swahili? I'm the only black guy in Utah. You automatically think I can speak Swahili? <laughs> so he said... So it was just fun. We had fun with it and everything. But I was really, I meant it, kind of, you know. So I went to the library. I started trying to learn how to speak Swahili using those Rosetta Stone tapes and stuff. Failed miserably, right? So I called up my mom. I said, Mommy, I need some help. So she started helping me, reminding me of my heritage, of Yoruba. That's the language I speak, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? That means let's dance, you know what I mean? You know, Bawani, how are you doing? So she started helping me with these words. So I started using them. It wasn't Swahili, but I didn't figure the piano guys would know the difference. <laughs> so anyway, we did this song. This song was released online. And the first, I kid you not, 20, 30 minutes, like 5, 10 million views. It was insane. My phone was buzzing. All those guys, their phones were bzz, 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 bzz. We love you so bzz, bzz, right? And then I called my mom and said, Mommy, I can't believe it. Oh my gosh, they love it. They love the music. She said, you stupid boy. <laughs> 20 years I've been telling you. 20 years I've been telling you to find yourself. If you do the music, you will find success. And you know what I realized? Well, first of all, the moral of the story is listen to your mother, right? <laughs> Because I'm starting to realize, even when she's wrong, she's still right. There's a miracle there. <laughs> the other thing that I learned was that it wasn't until I started being my true, um, authentic self, self mm. that I started to find, realize the success mm. and realize the beauty of what I'm doing. Because I'm telling you, you have many singers who get on stage and you, you're being blessed by it, but they are not happy. Mm. I've been there for years mm. because... They have not found their true, authentic self. Now, I'm not talking from an expert. I'm talking that it came to me supposedly by accident, but that was a gift that God gave me right then. And I love this gentleman that spoke right here and gave those beautiful words. You started off saying, I'm not a healer. And for so many years, he kept saying that to himself. And finally, God said, you need to start owning who you are. You are a flipping healer. 
and I had this just in quick, just a quick last thing. I had a chance to go to a. Re I was on a retreat. This was this weekend. Okay, last weekend just gone. I was in a retreat in Zion's National Park. Okay, this wonderful lady here was with me, Chantel. We had some amazing experiences. 122 people turned up, and it was just a retreat about just helping to find themselves. I went for that too. All right, and then the teacher he started picking on me, saying, "Alex, tell him your story. Tell him when you was homeless. Tell him when this happened to you. Tell him when that happened to you." And then so he said, "We went out into the mountains, Zion National Park. It's the three patriarchs. It's three huge. I don't know if any of you guys see it. Three just huge, beautiful mountains." And I remember he asked me to tell people something about that that might help in some way. People know who they find out who they really are. The only thing that came to me, I looked at that and I said, "Look at those mountains, everyone." We have them right here, right? We can go outside, look at those mountains, and rate it one to 10. What would you give it? Oh, 10, 10. No, like, no, there's just no, you know, 10, definitely 10. I said, now look at yourself and rate yourself one to 10. What would you give yourself? Why are you hesitating? You're flipping 10! If you not, here's the thing, right? If you gave yourself anything less than a 10, you've forgotten who you are. Because the same person that made those rocks those beautiful, grand, incredible rocks. It's the same person that made you, 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 and us, us. And guess what? He reserved us to the last. We are the crowning creation of all the beauty. You can go out and talk about the wither and the water, how amazing it looks, but you've got to start looking at yourself and saying, oh, my giddy aunt, I'm a, I'm a 10 also. And then so I had all these women. I love what you said. I had these women stand up, and I said, I want you to stand and look at the mountains and stand, put your hands up in here and say, I am the queen of the world. <laughs> Can I tell you how many of those women were afraid to say that? And they'd say in their, in their, in their you know, their little child's voice, I'm the queen of the, no, that's no, you don't mean it. Say it again. I'm the queen, no. And then finally this woman, she was so shy, timid, never looked at anyone, right Chantel? And she stood and she was like, I'm the king, no, queen, sorry. <laughs> of the world. And everyone started clapping, even the tourists that was walking past. <laughs> they, 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 were, they were empowered by seeing the transformation in her. And so that's what I'm saying. Every single one of us, when we start realizing we're a 10, the power that we have in our community, amongst our friends, in our family, in the world, is powerful. And yes, you will be dangerous. And you'll show up like Beautiful. that. We're gonna we're gonna keep we're gonna keep going. Are you willing to go keep going for a few more minutes? This, thank you, all of you. So yeah, I mean, man, that's amazing. The science about that, there's a science about everything that Alex is saying. When somebody is singing or talking with that authentic voice, and you feel touch, right? Something moves inside of you. Is because that frequency of truth that she, he, she or he is embodying is awakening the frequency of truth that is inside of you. And that is called sympathetic resonance. It's physics. When there is a frequency that is alive and the same frequency is in another field or in another body, when this is activated, this is activated. So when somebody is singing about pain with the whole heart, and then you have that pain. Awaken your pain and allows yourself to finally feel your pain. But feeling your pain in a place of safety, here, which is the whole point, not alone. So when we are in the community holding the space, 
So we are here, and then it's not about, you know what, sun healing is for me, it's not about beautiful music, no, man. We need to face the tension. That's why I love harmonies and tension, because that's the tension of the soul. That is the tension that in our daily lives we face, and we try to hide. So when somebody with courage says, this is my pain, I'm singing my pain, and suddenly you are in tears, because suddenly you feel that you are not alone. And suddenly that frequency of truth that you know for me is even higher than love, then it's like, wow, truth set us free. And there is nothing more relieving than that, right? So that is the science and how we become light because these frequencies that we all have in all the dimension from pain to joy, if we sing and we awake those frequencies, you awake that frequency of me. If you sing truth, man, you are helping me to awake my truth. That's why we're here together. And the only way to do it, that's why we experience is here in community because community provides the safe space, the tipi, that tipi so then we can just go surrender and start hearing our voices and also the voices of our pain. You know what happened with the pain and with the tension in, in music too. You can hold the tension and also in massage, you can press the tension. If you hold on to it instead of running away, that tension in music and in our bodies release. It's true, the massages. We don't need to hide from the tension, mirror the tension, sing that tension. That's our truth. It will make us free, will make us release, and we will all back to the light that we are. Thank Beautiful. Thank Beautiful. You. Now, really quickly, because the camera guy is showing me the time, but we'll, we'll have a brief answer. I mean, we're, we're sitting among these beautiful and powerful performers, and Rachel, you've got a home place, a sacred place. So how do you apply all this just in your everyday life at home, if your mom or dad or the child or whatever role you play? Um, as a mom, I love to actually sing to my kids. And they're all getting older now, but I still <laughs> sing to my youngest. And um, that's, one, that's one way that I get to connect in a deep, a deep, deep level with my kid. And, and he's 14 now, and he still will let me sing to him. Mm -hmm. And that, to me, is the, the greatest connection that I want to have on this earth, is to be a mom. And another thing that I get to do is have people come to my space. and. Um, like I'll have these different sound healings that like I'll have people laying around my sound bowls and different things and like we'll t we'll talk about like I'll do a sound healing for the to heal the chakras and um, because they're all they're these spinning wheels in our body they're energy centers in our body and they're actually attached to our physical and emotional centers as well and so when we have this frequency that hits the chakras. Um, you're able to release different pains that are attached to that chakra. So one like experience is, you know, this lady sitting amongst like ten or so people is just bawling, crying the whole time, and I'm just like, what's going on? And she tells me afterwards that she has not cried for years, mm. and you're just like, I have no idea. <laughs> 
All I know is that I'm playing this music and it touched something inside of her. And she left change and we talked about it. And she talked about her, her dad and how, you know, the abuse that he had as a child and it brought that up. And so we're able to handle these things through frequency. Our bodies are made of 60% water. And when water is, you know, vibrating, that actually creates a specific frequency of healing in our body. So there's a lot of different things that I do um, in my space that I can bring people to, but I also like recognize that, like I have the ability um, to be able to like receive that myself as well, so. That's mm -hmm. beautiful, thank you, Rachel. Wow. We could sit and do this all day, you know. Um, you know, there's an indigenous tribe, and I was told of this, that when the mother becomes pregnant, she creates a song for the child. And she sings the song to the rhythm of her heartbeat to that child. And then when she has the song down, she teaches the father that song. And the father learns the song and sings the song. And then they teach the family the song. And then the family teaches the community the song. And when the baby comes, the whole community gathers and sings the song of who that child is. And on every birthday, they gather and sing the song. And I think maybe the most beautiful part, when that child might lose its way, you know, it's 16, and it does things that might not work in the tribe or the value system, rather than shaming the child or locking it up, they bring the child to the middle of the tribe. And the tribe sings the song of who they are and a message of love and remembrance of knowing. And that's the beautiful thing that, uh, that you bring in your gifts, in your wholeness, in your music, in your lyrics, in your power. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Please give this group another big, big, big hand. Thank you, thank you.